Do you ever say something out loud and then immediately think to yourself, what am I on about? I have to tell you about what I found myself saying this morning. And yes, that's the Jurassic Park music. You need to know, it was when I got home for a walk to Tesco with my son in the pushchair. He'd been jabbering away on the way back about imaginary dinosaurs he'd been spotting. To be honest, he'd been going on about them for the whole trip. And I got suckered into buying him a Kinder Egg to try keep him quiet. Anyway, we get home. And as I'm getting the shopping out of the pushchair and putting that away in the boot of the car and I send him inside with his Kinder Egg so I can get on with it all, he tells me how he's going to share this Kinder Egg with the dinosaurs, these imaginary ones. I find myself saying out loud, not all dinosaurs get to share Kinder Eggs. You what? What are you on about, Rich? Not all dinosaurs get to share Kinder Eggs. Dinosaurs never seen Kinder Eggs. They eat each other or trees, not Kinder Eggs. Maybe it's the company of a three-year-old, or I could just be losing it slowly as my 40s march on. I'm not sure. Maybe it's just the main mundane reality of a Tuesday. They're the worst day. Whatever it is, you must have found yourself saying something strange too, surely. Share with me the strangest thing that you have found yourself saying today. The thing that's tumbled out of your mouth and you're like, what am I saying? Just so I know it's not me. Steve says, drop kicking a unicorn is harder than it looks. Uh, This is apparently in the context of uh, tidying away toys into uh, a toy box. All right, Steve, I believe you. Uh, Claire says, just because she's put it there, Wilson, you don't have to sniff it. I am am assured uh, this is over two sleeping dogs. Uh, We shall see. Not all dinosaurs get to share Kinder Eggs. That's what I found coming out of my mouth earlier on today. Beth says, when I was pregnant, couldn't remember the word cucumber. Described it as a green carrot to a very confused Tesco employee. Took five minutes to remember the words. The Tesco guy was just as confused as me. I love that, Beth. Uh, Chris, what did you find yourself saying? I told a colleague that I slept like a glove last night. (laughs) 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 Now, were you meaning to say log, uh, or were you meaning to say glove? I think I was meaning to say log. I don't actually know. Chris, if I I were you, I would have tried to style it out and persuade people that gloves do indeed sleep very well. Exactly, I'm sure they do. (laughs) Uh, Kev said I was talking to a friend about the best way to strip wallpaper today and I changed my mind halfway through what I was saying and said, I always do that sometimes. Uh, OJ in Sheffield said, my mum used to say, "I I might wear glasses, but I'm not deaf. I reckon there's actually some logic in there, OJ, if you think about that one. Uh, Suzanne, what did you find yourself saying? I was in Tesco's and I got some cheese on sale. So I put a ginormous block in my trolley while saying out loud, that's not going to help you lose weight, is it, Susan? (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Do you know what, Susan? I reckon if supermarket trolleys could talk back to us, it might help all of our welfare. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) Brilliant. Thanks for sharing, Susan. No worries. Chrissy has shared, I wonder if birds all have the same language, just different accents. Found herself saying that today. Trevor says, I once asked Denise Van Outen for ID. I knew exactly who she was. Just lost control of his mouth. This text says, I forgot what the freezer was called and I used the term cold oven. 
instead. I like that. It's kind of doing the opposite. I think there's logic in it. Uh, Phil, tell us what it was you said. So, I, when I was like 20, I had a Fiesta RS Turbo and um, I had a very nasty accident in it. And um, me and my girlfriend at the time um, got a lift home and I walked through the house and I showed her the picture of the accident and my mum was really quite shocked. And uh, she'd come out with, um, well, if you kill yourself, don't come crying to me. <laughs> Mum logic. It's, I mean, she's well, only yeah. showing that she cares, Phil, but I mean, well, it's physically yeah, but impossible. I, well, yeah, I mean, at the time, I was just like, yeah, no, I've done wrong. And I sort of walked away from the situation. I was like, well, hang on a minute, how, how, how's that going to work? <laughs> A Fiesta RS Turbo as well, Phil. I mean, dare I say, if you were 20, that, that was that was almost an incident that she was waiting for, I dare say. Well, yeah, and it was a country lane and, um, yeah, a car pulled out and that was the end of that, really. Well, Phil, you're better off to tell the story and you didn't come crying to her, so everything's good That's in the it. end. Indeed. I bet you have a stain on your clothes somewhere right now. It's a story I've read today suggests it's factually correct it's all down to Covid again I will explain wouldn't normally bring you business news on this show but you need to know this sales of Vanish have been soaring in the last few months they're putting it down to us putting more attention on what we look like post lockdown isn't that so bad I know I've been like it I can tell you for a fact I would eat something at lunch, drop it down my top and think to myself, I'll leave that. It's only Bush that's going to see it. We cared so little about what we looked like as a nation during lockdown, we stopped buying stain remover. Good news. Sales on the up again. Also on the up, Veet hair removal cream. It has a strong first half of 2021. Not a product I use too much. It's another one none of us were bothering with last year. It's having a resurgence. Uh, what have you started buying again? Things changed. Now they're becoming a little bit more normal. Gemma says, I reckon I am single-handedly responsible for the increase in sale of Vanish over the past few months. I've a three-month-old son, you see. No one tells you that your usual style of black Nirvana, Radiohead and Iron Maiden T-shirts just aren't going to be practical anymore. Uh, earlier on, we were talking about the things that you've found yourself saying. You've lost complete control of your mouth and strange things come out and you catch yourself and you're like, what am I on about? Uh, this text here says, I've just been out picking up a small furry thing from the lawn that the cat has left for me today. The dog followed me outside. I suddenly felt him jump up and I had to shout, stop trying to chomp on my vole. There's something I didn't think I'd be saying today. Every Tuesday, final hour of the show. Bush and I spin the Tuesday Tombola. It's a topic... Oh, it's a Tombola that contains 100 topics. They're all on 100 balls, all numbered. Don't know what one's going to come out of the Tombola. So let's all behave as we see what comes out and try and help ourselves to the end of the show. What's it going to be? It's... Uh, <laughs> it's ball 13. 
<laughs> An unlucky number, they say. What is the most out-of-date item you've got in the house? That is what Ball 13 corresponds to. What is the most out-of-date item you've got in the house? Let's see what you're coming up with. Marcus, what is the most out-of-date item in your house? I've got a flintlock rifle in the loft. It belongs to my dad. <laughs> <laughs> OK, right, you're going <laughs> to... You're going to have to explain to me what is a flintlock rifle. So it's um, sort of 17th century uh, rifle um, before modern day stuff. They used a flint in the um, lock to ignite the gunpowder in the rifle. Wow, so it really is very out of date. Yeah, very. <laughs> the moment you said gunpowder, I was beginning to then relax about all sorts of gun ownership rules and all that kind of stuff. That's way out of date. Yeah, no, because it's older than 100 years, you're allowed to keep them without a licence. Um, and to be honest, you wouldn't want to fire it. <laughs> no, you wouldn't, would you, no? It would be a little bit risky. Marcus, <laughs> that sounds like an Antiques Roadshow job as well. <laughs> oh, we've had it for years, years and years. It, it, it was My dad's moving house, so it was on, on the wall in the house, but he's... Uh, He's just given me all this stuff to put in my loft. So, uh, well, it's the first thing that's come through that's not food or people going their other half, so well done. Oh, really? <laughs> Cheers, Marcus. Very Thanks good. very much. Okay. Take care. Bye. Paula tweets, a chocolate Santa that is 13 years old. We had a competition with the kids to keep as long as possible. My husband cheated and said he'd eaten his, so the kids ate them. He still has it. It's 13 years old. Please tell me no one will ever eat that, Paula. Clive, what is it in yours? Well, it's um, a, a thing called surfstroming. I probably pronounced that wrong, but it's Swedish um, fermented, some might call it rotten herring. Um, one, and, one, and, second, and, one second, one second, one <laughs> second. Fermented herring? Yeah, they fermented it, put it in cans, and it, it ferments, and then the cans gradually bulge, um, and then you take it out, and um, you, you you wisely open it under water, mm-hmm. and um, you, you then, then you eat it with um, some... Vodka and Aquavit and some beer. So it's, it's so it's meant to the, the can is meant to ferment and bulge, is it? It's meant to bulge, but probably not the four years that I've had in the fridge because my wife bought it for my fiftieth, and we we never got round to eating it. So it was just growing bigger and bigger in the fridge. So Clive, around, yeah, I, I'm going to have to just just <laughs> stop you again there. So this this thing is meant to ferment and rot, but yeah. you'd let it ferment and rot four years past the date that it was meant to do. Yeah, and we, 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 we got out of the fridge eventually and it was only when my brothers came round that we sort of had the, the um, courage to open it and to, we actually ate it and um, it was on oh. the list recently, I think, as the, the smelliest, worst thing in the world. So, <laughs> <laughs> And you're still standing. Well, I'm still here a few days later. So it How's your brother? Uh, he's dead, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Clive, brilliant. Thank you very much. All right, thank you. Eddie says it's technically in the garage right now, but a 38-year-old bottle of John Smith's, anybody? Eddie, I'm all right, thank you very much. Uh, Rich says, Actimels, they went out of date nearly two weeks ago. <laughs> Tummy's turning, no, thank you very much. Uh, Arthur, what is the most out-of-date item in your house? It's a pioneer record. Like it was part of a music system that I bought when I was in the Air Force. Way back when, I think I think the RF had just got planes. I was in that long ago. <laughs> so how how out of date is this turntable? It's a PLX fifty. It was part of a music centre, right? 
and I got it in about 1981, 1982. Is, so you're classing it as out of date. Is it still working, Arthur? It is. I've had to keep it going. Because, look, vinyl's massive now. It's, it's, it's all come back. You could have the coolest turntable in town. That's brilliant, because it's a hell of a little unit, and you pull down the front plastic cover and you press a button and the turntable racks out. <laughs> then put your record, then when it's finished, it racks in, so it doesn't take any space up, you know? It's brilliant. Love it. What are you still playing um, on it, Arthur? Oh, on the classic rock stuff. Like what? Go on, what's the last one that's been played? Robin Trower, brilliant blues guitarist. Saw him in the early 70s. Brilliant. Arthur, I love that you are keeping this going. It's fantastic. It's technically not out of date, so I shouldn't even have you on. Oh, I don't know. When I rang up Pioneer to order a new drive belt for it, Yeah. Uh, the lady in the parts depot said, where the hell have you had that from? <laughs> OK, it is out of date. Another awesome day for Team GB in Tokyo. So starts the new feature. It'll only last for a couple of weeks. Richie's roundup. Four days in, our best ever start to an Olympics. After the last 18 months as well. Isn't that great? Uh, so gold in the pool uh, for Tom Dean uh, in the 200 metres freestyle. Ahead of his mate Duncan Scott getting a silver for GB as well. What a result. You might have heard of the news. Tom got COVID twice, twice, in the build-up to the Olympics. And look what he did. It's amazing. Uh, silver in the triathlon uh, for Georgia Taylor-Brown. That is a crazy event. 1,500-metre swim, then a 40k bike ride, then a 10k run. Wow. Well done, Georgia. Uh, more awesome Team GB women with a bronze in the gymnastics team event. Uh, in fact, another bronze in the team dressage and also for Bianca Walkton in the taekwondo. What a day. And only four in. But in the roundup, it is not all just about Team GB. You have to love Bermuda. You know, I mentioned the triathlon earlier. It was actually won by Bermuda's Flora Duffy, making them the smallest nation ever to win Olympic gold at a Summer Games. So well done, Bermuda. Finally, we know Yorkshire isn't a country, but if it was, it would be bigger than Bermuda, obviously. But it would also be doing really well at the Olympics. With the medals that Team GB have won so far, if Yorkshire was a country, it would be eighth in the medal table ahead of Italy and France. Go Yorkies! (laughs) 